need a medical marijuana recommendation like I did, do what I did. CanacareDocs.com. Compassionate, compliant, and confidential. Go where I went, Mike Can, to get my medical recommendation in Massachusetts. CanacareDocs.com. If you're suffering like I am from back pain, or maybe you have MS, post-traumatic stress, seizures, AIDS, cancer, glaucoma. If you're suffering from pain like I am daily, call CanacareDocs.com. It's a much safer way to go. No opiates. You want medical legal cannabis? CanacareDocs.com. Convenient. Nine Massachusetts locations. Peabody, Quincy, Waltham, Brockton, Stoughton, South Dennis, Cape Cod, Fall River, and Worcester. Also, I forgot, Seekonk. Also in the states of Delaware, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, and coming soon to New Hampshire and New York, it's CanacareDocs.com. Get your medical recommendation. Get legal. CanacareDocs.com. Welcome, we're back. We're the Young Jerks on WEMF Radio. Uh, you might hear some background noise today. You might hear uh, uh, shorter segments because the weather has gotten to us. We have no air conditioning in the in the main studio here, and it is mighty hot. Um, my name is Mike Crawford, and Lauren Pispiza is usually sitting in the chair, but we have her in the other room where the air conditioner is. Because as you might, you know, know about Lauren, she does have some medical issues, and we, you know, feel like it's probably best for her to take it easy today. Um, however, we do have someone here that's uh, been here in the past as a host at times and a guest, and uh, we're going to talk about definitely uh, medical marijuana. And uh, that person is Ellen Brown. Say hi, Ellen. Hi. How are you? Good. How you doing today? Um, we also have some big guests too. Usually we have them here listening to the show, but they're all in the other room way too like hot. watching us like with the door <laughs> open because that's where the air conditioner is, and we hope it comes into this bigger room. It's just a funny vibe here today, isn't it? It's a full house. It's a full house, but they're not in the room because it's too hot. <laughs> I wouldn't, yeah, too many people. It's just you and I people. right now. Just and Herbie. two of us. Herbie, is it hot back there too? Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. It's I know hot. hell exists. Yeah. <laughs> Any idea on when we're getting a? I can do this because now I'm a dog walker. This is week three of me dog walking, and I like. I feel like at this point I can do anything. I am so happy, relaxed, chilled. I love dogs. I can't believe I'm a dog walker after all the stuff I've done and uh, experienced in this world and my hopes and dreams. And never thought I'd be a dog walker and be happy, but I am very happy right now. And I'm gonna be fine today. This hot, this 90 minutes it will not bother me at all. What about you, Alan Brown? There's no way I'd rather be. Nowhere? You, you're not going to be here for the full 90 minutes. You say that. I'm leaving here. I'm actually going to go head to the Twisted Dreams Radio second birthday party back. Oh, you're leaving us for another show? I'm leaving you for their party, you're yeah. You're doing two shows in one night? Well, it's not a show. It's a party. Oh. Yeah, it's like a get-together. It's well, going to 1130. I, do you, you think go. I have an issue with that? Do you think I would have an issue with you doing another show that's not on a network? That's not... No, of course not. Why wouldn't I? I'm a peacock. You got to let me fly. <laughs> She's a peacock. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I mean, I have no issue with that at all. You can make time for us. I appreciate you coming down. I always love being here. Yes. And uh, I like the other show, too, Twisted Dreams Radio. And then he calls into our show and combats me. I thought that was... Uh, People like that. The, the, the feedback was good on that phone call, even though some didn't like what he had to say, maybe. You asked for open, honest opinions, and that's what he gave you. Yeah, we're honest here. Uh, 617-500-7100 is the phone call. Today, we're going to talk about one thing specifically is uh, medical marijuana uh, to kick off the show, because we've been covering that recently, and you know the phone lines have been lighting up. We've been talking about Stephen Mandilli. Uh, I want to give an Stephen, update about him. Stephen, yes. Yeah. 
As uh, some people might know or not know yet, uh, Stephen is a veteran of the Iraq War. Uh, there was a story on him that just came out, uh, Boston.com, I believe, by Allie Manning. It was an excellent piece, I thought, for you know most of it. Uh, I wish it uh, nailed the governor of Massachusetts a little more, but it was a good article on Stephen and his you know issue uh, of being on opiates for 10 years for free from the VA, addicted, ready to kill himself, has kids, his wife says medical marijuana, and uh, now he doesn't want to kill himself. Now he's, you know, a good husband, a good father, uh, a warrior. I mean, I, I just love this guy and what he's doing right now. And uh, he's challenged the governor. Like, you know, we, we challenged the governor, but he's taken it to a different step. And uh, what he's doing is he's asking for a meeting with the governor. He met the governor. The governor offered him a meeting uh, and then later on seemed to not honor it. And then uh, Stephen slept outside the state house. Uh, was there night and day to make himself available to the governor. Uh, some representatives of the governor came out and supposedly offered him a meeting, which resulted in a, in a big-time meeting with the uh, head of public safety, but it wasn't the governor that he was seeking. And so uh, this last week, Stephen was back out in front of the state house, and uh, then he decided to show up at the governor's house up in Swampscott, which is kind of a controversial tactic for... You know, in, in politics and activism, a lot of people say you don't cross that line. Um, and and obviously the state police that were guarding the house uh, had some of those same concerns and, and talked to Stephen, I know. Um, I showed up for a minute and uh, I, I felt the pressure and there was just one state trooper there at that point. Um, but I thought it was a very successful and peaceful. Stephen is a peaceful person. He, 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 he respects the police. Uh, he's doing it for all the right reasons. And I love what he's doing. So, I mean, I just wanted to, you know, start with that, number one. It's more of an act of civil disobedience than, like, an actual threat. He it's just not even civil disobedience. It's just showing up and saying, I want to have a meeting with you. I want well, to talk about how else. I'm back on fentanyl from the VA because I can't afford medical marijuana because you're not supporting the program. I've seen his posts. Yeah. We have a phone call, maybe, Herbie? No, something's going on. You were waving, Herbie. Now you're not. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you're seeing things too hard. Yeah. It's and so, so uh, you know, Stephen's got a fundraiser coming up at Strega. Uh, What's the date and the time? I don't even know. We'll look Let's at find it. It's that. Veteran Alternative Healing. Look up, look up, like that page. You'll find it there. It's coming up in Woobin, uh, Strega Woobin. I can't wait to go to that. Uh, it's on, uh, I believe, uh, Friday night, maybe Saturday. It's a, it's going to be a week weeknight, I believe. And I can't wait to go to that event. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, and see what happens here with the governor if uh, Stephen finally gets a meeting after it went Boston.com. Uh, we we also want to talk about the NFL story. Did you see about this, what's going on with the NFL right now? I've heard things. And then um, this weekend I went to the, um, what was it, the Cannabis Business uh, Congress World Expo. And there were people from the NFL there to support um, the former I NFL players. Former NFL players, but no active. There's one active uh, individual in the NFL um, that uh, was playing for the Baltimore Ravens, and he recently came out and he's uh, starting a campaign to have the medical marijuana uh, officially looked into by the NFL and considered as something to be a good thing. And look at the science and what's happening in legal states, and especially for concussions, uh, especially for, you know, some of the injuries that I, back, back issues that I have, for instance, nerve pain. What's his name? You have his name there? 
It is. It's uh, Leonard Marshall, yeah. and I actually got to meet him. He was a couple booths down from Neva. Oh, he was there. The, the he NFL was there. Player? Yeah, he was there. Oh wow! And uh, he actually autographed something Where from was my father at? at the. Um, what city? It's in New York City, New and York it York happened York. over the last weekend. It okay. was the. Uh, and Expo. so now he might go to the New York Giants. It sounds like uh, the Giants of the, came out and said that that it would be would not be an issue for them. Uh, that he's a medical marijuana supporter and wants the NFL to look into it. I think that's good. They we had a phone call. We lost a phone it. call. We'll take we'll take your phone call. 617-500-7100. We have phone calls that come in and we don't acknowledge them. They drop off. Uh, we will take your phone calls. If you want to call in, you got something to comment on. Um, there was some other uh, medical marijuana, too. I mean, it's just looking at the uh, two campaigns right now. There's one campaign that just presents lies and disinformation. It's called Healthy Hetty or Healthy. No, it almost sounds like Healthy Hetty, our friends, but it's what healthy and safe or safe and healthy. Uh, we'll take the phone call. Who's on the line? Who's on the line? Oh, hello? Hello. Who's this? Hi, this is Mrs. Nadoni calling. I'm Dr. Nadoni's wife. I have him right here with me if you'd like to talk to him. Oh, we definitely would. Yeah, hold on. Here he is. Wow. Well, we're just going to talk about this. This is uh, Canacare Doctors. We've been covering it for the last few weeks, and that was the other story we want to talk about. Today, Canacare Docs is doing a huge veterans event. Uh, they did uh, who knows how many recommendations. We'd love to find out. And uh, their doctor had his license suspended. We've talked about it for weeks here. Uh, Dr. John Nadalny, what's going on, man? Mike, how are you tonight? Good. I didn't expect the call, man. <laughs> I just I, I <clears throat> felt the... Uh, the intense need to call you, Mike, in fact, because I wanted to personally thank you for your ongoing support and, uh, and for everything you have done for Canacare Docs. I want to thank you guys. You guys have uh, kept us going, too. I, I got to acknowledge that, uh, you know, just the support from Canacare Docs does mean a lot to us. How are you feeling right now? Is there any comment you can make? I'm, you know, I know that your license is up at... Uh, Suspended, right? Is that continue the status of it? Uh, yes. Uh, um, it's called a, a summary suspension, which, to my understanding, is uh, temporary. Uh, but um, attempts uh, so far at an appeal um, have not been successful. Uh, in other words, they haven't really. We haven't really been able to come up with a date at this point. Uh, but that's that's our goal. Um, you know, appeal. Is there a chance it could go a lot? I mean, did you see the statements from uh, Attorney Cutler? I did. I mean, I, I don't understand why they've uh, taken this 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 war. I guess I do. Politics. Do you feel you feel like it's politics? Don't you? I do, Mike. Um, uh, it was the unfortunate incident. Uh, you know, with the uh, accident on the uh, Mass Turnpike, um, which involved the uh, untimely death of uh, one of the state police officers that I believe triggered this uh, Thomas Clarity investigation. Yes, and you know what, too? Uh, they don't actually, uh, and the charges against you, they don't even bring that up, which is funny, but that was all over the press. <laughs> uh, with which... Uh, they don't bring up Thomas Clarity in the in the in the whatever the allegation I guess is what do they call it that for the reason they took away suspended your license. Right. Thomas Clarity's name was never in that. Right. 
which is weird. You know, it's like it shows you the kind of witch hunt they're doing. But they put that out to the press, out to the Boston Globe and the, you know, all the newspapers. And the news stations as well. Exactly. Yep. Well, uh, so, you know, it's, it's been, been quite difficult, Mike, as I'm sure you can probably imagine. Uh, but uh, it's day-to-day at this point. We, we really hope you get your license back and your wife to put you on. Uh, we want to thank her for calling in today, too. Um, well, I thank you both for reaching out. Is there anything you can ask from, like, anything you think that would help from people out there listening right now? Again, I want to remind people, this is the Young Jerks on Saturday's WEMF Radio. This is the doctor speaking for the first time, I believe, um, since he had his license suspended from Canica Docs. You're my doctor, Dr. Nadoni. I thought you were a great doctor. I'm still trying to quit cigarettes. Uh, <laughs> you're shaming me. You shame me a little bit. And they say you're not a good doctor. You talked about the. You found immediately the only issue I really have besides my back pain, which you helped me with. So you you went to the second thing, which is the only thing I have that I have as a problem is smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, yes. And trying to help me on it, and and convincing more than anyone else I talked to. Believe me, the story you had. Uh, what what can people I, I do to help you out to get your doctor's former. license back, uh, non-suspended? Is there anything people can do? So, um, I, you know, just uh, it, moral support. Uh, um, I, I, I I'm not I'm not quite sure what else would be effective at this point. Uh, uh, again, because um, there's been nothing further from uh, the, the folks involved as yet. Yep, and I know, what uh, do you think about this new, there's a new group that's been set up, I know, um, to kind of some of the doctor's offices to kind of hopefully start to address some of the issues that are happening right now. Correct, correct. Very, very exciting stuff. I agree. You're excited for that, too. Cool. Um, I'm going to find that, actually, right now. Uh, thank you for calling in. I, I wish you the best. Uh, is there anything you can tell us about, before we let you go, about some of the people who uh, made the decision? And maybe if you have any inkling of why they made the decision, um, it was uh, <clears throat> issues uh, centering around the way we at Canicare Docs uh, used nurse practitioners. It was we believe that we were doing things completely above board and within the law, and that we were in fact in compliance. Uh, but they, they, the Mass Board of Registration and Medicine. Uh, disagrees with that I know it's it's uh it, I looked at the regulations and uh, I concluded that in the in the law <laughs> and uh what has happened with you know want the you know the nursing uh group that licenses nurses they got their regulations out they they asked the DPH to get their regulations out DPH has refused to put out the regulations despite the law allowing it when the law allows it and DPH doesn't, that means it's legal. Exactly. It's, <laughs> it's you, if it goes to court, do you expect this to go to court beyond the appeals at the at the Mass Medical Board? Um, it, having not been in this situation before, Mike, um, it, it's it's my understanding that there's an initial appeal uh, with uh, with uh, representatives from the Mass Board of Registration and. Uh, sorry about that. That's all right. I and, love dogs. <laughs> and let them mock. <laughs> if that doesn't go anywhere, then there's uh, a larger issue, and 
it's an appeal hearing that I believe occurs at the Mass Board of Registration. But again, that this is it's just a guess by me because I, I, I don't know the answer for sure. And you probably never expected this to ever happen to your medical license, I'm sure. Surely not. Man, I don't know how how is it right now for you and your family? Can you give people a little bit of inside info on, on what it feels like right now? I mean, you've been dealing with this for how many weeks now? Oh, this is coming on uh, coming on four weeks, I believe, and and you know, <laughs> completely mixed feelings at first because I, I try to I'm, I've been trying to stay out of the the public limelight. Uh, uh, and uh, just trying to move forward and figure out what what the plan of attack here is. But uh, uh, are you aware of how I found out that my uh, license was suspended initially? Yeah, wasn't it through the press, which is ridiculous? It was. Yeah. Yep. Oh, the, it how was low can you go? The Boston Globe at uh, something approaching midnight uh, following the hearing. Yeah, and I wonder who sent them that tip. Hmm, I wonder. I wonder if it was a Governor Charlie Baker's aide. I uh, actually good, have some good, good evidence guess. to indicate that it was Governor Charlie Baker's aide. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to name names soon, actually, about a lot of this <laughs> stuff. And, and, and some of the guys coming up next might actually help us get that info for sure. <laughs> That's outstanding. Yeah, we got Muck Rock here tonight. Uh, the, those guys are Freedom of Information uh, they're, they're helping me uh, figure out how to get that information from these agencies, and they know the law, and uh, we're going to have them on in a second, John. So thank Great. you for calling in, Dr. Nadoni. I'm uh, happy that you've been listening, and uh, I, I want to thank you for being You're a martyr right now. I want to thank you and your family for standing up right now for what you're going through and putting it all on the line to help people like myself, to help patients. I mean, you guys have helped the most patients. You've done, uh, you're the medical director for the place in Massachusetts. It's given the most free medical recommendations. Yes. By and, far. And I, wanna, and I would like to thank you for having me uh, on the air. And uh, I, I believe Kevin might be there this evening as well. Please send my love to him. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, he did. Uh, uh, he, I don't think he's going to show tonight. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I don't. So, but uh, I appreciate you calling in, and uh, and uh, thank you for calling in. All right, thanks again. Thank you. Yeah, six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. That was not a call I expected. That was great. That yeah, was kind of exactly what we needed to segue into what we wanted to talk about. Canica doctors. We were going to talk about that tonight. They did a huge veterans event. Uh, their doctor has his license suspended. His he's my doctor. He's a great doctor. He's a medical doctor at other hospitals, too. Like, he works in the emergency room. This guy's legit. He's a great guy. His wife is awesome. She is awesome. She made the call tonight, and uh, we had him on the line, and uh, that's what we do. We're the Young Jerks. Saturdays at 6 p.m. We're going to uh, take a quick break. We're going to listen to some music. And uh, oh, one th other thing, too, about marijuana, too, uh, we should talk about and just mention on the way out is that you know, we're starting to see NFL players for the first time who are not just retired, but active, showing up at events, being activists for at least one now. And he's hopefully going to get picked up by the Giants, which go Giants now. If the Pats pick him up, I'll be go Pats, you know. Pats got to pick up this guy. Uh, so, and now we're looking at uh, a presidential candidate. Have you heard about this? 
Tell me. That is in third place right now, and he's he might get in the debates. He's pulling at 10%. Two former governors, there's one from New Mexico and one from Massachusetts, running from governor, uh, go, running for president, excuse me, on the libertarian ticket. Uh, Gary Johnson came out today and said, I smoked weed seven weeks ago. How cool is that, you know? Got my Somebody that's honest about it. He said he's going to quit now and not use it. Like, he likes the edibles, you know. He says he's going to quit while he's, you know, president. He won't use it. But Just don't inhale. I'm looking forward to the time when we have a president that openly uses marijuana. Just like like having a beer. No one freaked out when Obama sat down with the guy and had a beer, did they really? Except right-wingers that were upset that people were trying to, you know, have a conversation. <laughs> but, I mean, they weren't upset about the beer part of it. If they were upset, it was about something else in that whole, uh, when, you know, Obama had his, uh, you know, there was an incident in Cambridge that happened with uh, Obama, and it was, you know, hopefully settled by over a beer. Uh, Governor Weld had a beer with John Kerry. I mean, that's a common thing in politics to have a beer and to settle things. Uh, what's wrong with having a joint in office? Nothing. We may be getting closer to that. Gary Johnson's at like 10% in the polls right now. He could be, he could, you'd never know with how, how unfavorable Hillary and Trump are. You never know. Could be a maybe it'll even be Jill Stein. I'd love to see all they, all four of them should be in the debate. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. I'm Mike Crawford. This is Ellen Brown. Ellen Brown with Sense Amelia Seminars. Sense Amelia Seminars. You got a Facebook page too. Yes. And you also uh, you teach over at New England, the no. Northeastern Institute of Cannabis. Screw it out every, every time. And I see. And I see. That's what everyone calls it. And I see. <laughs> That place is, yeah, that place is nice, huh? I like it. Yeah. And uh, we're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to bring on, I guess, we got uh, Jamie from the fire party. Do you know him? I actually just got to meet him in the hallway. Yeah, he's the captain. They call him the captain. The captain. Yeah. Wonderful. And and they're like the coolest political organization around. They're actual political party. They have candidates uh, in other countries. He's the Massachusetts, uh, you know, captain of the fire party. They have... uh, parties and other countries where they are now starting to uh, put bankers in jail and take over the majority like sweden and iceland they're actually you know we we could see that start to happen in uh, massachusetts and these guys are really fighting for it uh you know it's about internet piracy it's uh also about protecting your rights uh from the government and big corporations and uh that's what he's into and we also you know who else we have is the muckrock people Uh, the freedom (laughs) of information they're going to help us hopefully get some of these politicians I did meet him in the hallway too. I can't yeah, wait. Yeah, they've been doing that. So we're going to talk to them. We're going to. It's really hot in here, so it's time to take a break. It isn't it, Ellen? I think so. All right. Are you are you stick around, or do you have to get going? I'm here for another half hour. Okay, perfect. Awesome. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, maybe a little longer than usual. We'll see. We'll see. But don't leave. Stick around. We're going to talk a lot more, a lot more, and we will take your calls today. I know sometimes we can't get to them, but uh, we'll take more of your calls. Six one seven five hundred seven one hundred. Great song choice. I'm sorry about the ones we haven't answered already. People complain sometimes, but hey, we're a busy show. You can't get through every week, but keep trying. 617-500-7100. We'll be right back. We're the Young Jerks. 617-500-7100. We're the Young Jerks. I was just looking for another link. I should have it, but uh, there's a new group that's been created uh, uh, to represent the doctors. We heard uh, from the doctor that had his license suspended. My doctor, Don uh, John Andolny. I think it was the first... Uh, radio show he's probably called into or uh streaming show so that was pretty exciting huh ellen brown 
Breaking news here on the Young Jerks. And they just did a uh, a free day for veterans in Massachusetts where they gave every veteran a free medical marijuana recommendation. And that deserves a 200 bucks applause. a piece, yeah. So good for them. Hopefully he gets his license back. And uh, thank to you know his wife and himself for calling in today. It was wonderful that they called in. We definitely support you. And we have some guests in the show. Maybe they can help us out on this issue. I don't know how much they heard. It's so hot in here, we weren't going to make them sit in and, and listen to that earlier call. Uh, it's very warm in here, isn't it, Ellen? It is. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope our guests can deal with it. Uh, I think they might be able to. We'll, we'll find out. Um, uh, my co-host actually couldn't deal with it. Lauren. Pesquisa. We don't blame her, though. It's hot. No, no. <laughs> She's had a very difficult day, and uh, we love Lauren, and uh, we give her the best. I mean, we're Absolutely. here for Lauren Pespiza. She's... Uh, She's not going to be back. She's going to be taking the day off. So, good. Enjoy the nice weather. She needs weather. to know she can do that, actually. Of course she can do yeah. that. We're all here for her. She can definitely do that. Uh, and we we love what you do on the show, Lauren, and we're sorry that you're missing it. I know uh, she wanted to be here, especially when uh, Dr. Nadolny called in. She said, this is such a great show, and some of our guests that we're going to introduce right now. Uh, okay, so we have, uh, from the website, we have two, uh, I believe the lead person. Uh, this guy actually... Uh, gave me my first writing column, like in a real, sort of real publication, Dig Boston, uh, and edited me and, and gave me a column and gave me the name for the column, which people loved, which is The Blunt Truth. Uh, he's the, I think he's leading. Are you leading this thing over at Muckrock? Uh, uh, I'm, I'm making sure the lights stay on. So And say your full name for us. I'm J. Patrick Brown. Just go by J. Pat. J. Pat. That's how I know. J. Pat. The man, I want. I, I just met you today uh, for the first time in person. I've known you for a while. Which yeah, is, no, it's, and we didn't get to hot. Like I've been stressing today. Like I ran past you. It's like which one is weird. little quick. Uh, I'm gonna give you kisses later. That's good. <laughs> that's we got like a weird uh, what clammy fish? What was that? What's the the bad handshake? Right, because it's hot. Because it's hot. Yeah. We'll have to have you back in when it's cool or like a spring. Well, usually it's nice in here. We leave the AC on. We have a fan in here. But the AC is dead, and it's a wall unit, and I don't know what the hell they're going to do. It's going to be, uh, Spalding predicts three weeks before it's repaired. I think it'll be midweek, because the people who work here won't put up with it for too many days that work here Monday through Friday. <laughs> and I know our show won't. I'll, I'll start complaining. I'll throw my weight around. I got some weight around here, don't I, Herbie? You know what, dude? If, if it comes to AC getting repaired, you got all the way in the world, dude. Yeah. So. <laughs> J-Pat, is this bothering you at all right now? I'm going to I'm gonna pull that card out, but uh, I'm from New Orleans. and <laughs> This is nothing? This, this is nothing for me. Okay. Yeah, it's just a hellhole all the time there. So tell me what Muck Rock is. I know, but I want to... You probably can explain it better than uh, I can. Uh, so Muck Rock is a platform that helps people file public records or Freedom of Information Act requests, and then a group of journalists that write about the records that we get through that. Um, and we work on the local, state, and federal level, so we do everything from sort of like your your hometown's crime like r r reports to um, you know NSA uh, IG reports, you know, sort of uh, uh, FBI files is what I primarily do. Um, Beryl, uh, who was with me on my right. What's her first name? Hi. Hello. Hi. What's Hi. your name? Beryl. Lipton. Beryl. Lipkin? Lipton. Lipton. Mm. All right. Like, like the tea. Mm -hmm. And are you a reporter at Micro? I Micra? am. And uh, what uh, some of the stories that, like, or freedom of information requests you've made in the past? 
Well, as JPAT was about to say, uh, my main focus has been on private prisons for the last couple of years. Um, they're not actually subject to FOIA, so that's been sort of an interesting project. Um, and then sort of just things uh, all over the place from there. Well, yeah, the, the DEA uh, uh, marijuana eradication efforts, you were writing about that recently? Yeah, so that's sort of a, a latest side project is related to, yeah, cannabis eradication efforts in uh, How much money states. do they spend on that stuff? What do they do? Um, well, they've cut the program back, but they're still spending um, hundreds of thousands of dollars in grants to various states um, to uh, eradicate outdoor grow sites primarily. Um, and you guys just got your 501 something. What, what is it? Some 501c3? Yes. So we're, now, we're now officially a transparency nonprofit. So you're official. You're an official we're, we're, nonprofit. People can give you donations. And yeah, and write it off on their taxes. <laughs> Excellent. It's, it's, uh, we do a lot of, uh, we, we do a lot of um, crowd funds for specific, like whenever uh, we get, uh, one, of the, one of the big way, ways the governments try to block people from having access to records is by just charging ludicrous amounts. Yes. Uh, and this came up a lot during when we were uh, covering the Olympics is yes. that uh, a lot of act local activists were trying to get uh, emails um, and sort of the behind the scenes records and they were getting sort of five hundred six hundred dollar fee estimates and uh, we opened helped them open that to crowdfund so a bunch of people at twenty five dollars each helped release these and that was you know resulted in this huge uh, treasure trove treasure trove of documents and it killed the Olympic vid uh, we, right. we 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 do like to take credit for it in our I think our a lot of people moments. should take cuz you know that the, the, there was a top few people that seemed to get all the credit even like the two different groups there were and I'm like it should be spread around a little bit well, I think say I, Evan Felchuk should have got more than some of those other people but uh you guys too like in the alternative we, media especially you guys like getting that information we, pushing it we should just make t-shirts and say, uh, I killed the olympics yeah <laughs> i think there's going to be a lot of people making their own <laughs> version of it everyone oh i killed them i did it on twitter <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble today. 617-500-7100. Uh, J-Pat, so, uh, like, uh, right now, like, even uh, with the medical marijuana, we're starting mm -hmm. to see, and, you know, some of these other issues, how valuable it is to get the emails. We, I did one request through one of your uh, reporters. I'm trying to remember his name. Oh, Alan. Yes, Alan. Alan Lasser. He's our yeah. developer. Um, and he's ready to go on more of them, so I just got to get it together and help him more uh, and find more time. I love it. Like, if you have questions about anything now, mm -hmm. uh, you can actually get a response. Uh, I know not always, not from every group, but who are some of the people well, that I mean, legally have to respond? Well, legally, I mean, Massachusetts, uh, unfortunately, is one of the least transparent states. Um, and uh, it's the one, the one state where both the legislature and uh, the judicial and technically the office of the governor is exempt. Um, it's, Which is ridiculous. Well, Why is he it, exempt? So it's. I want Charlie Baker's emails. So, te so if you ask for Charlie Baker's emails and his his aide who's running uh, medical marijuana against legal, technically he you know. So basically, if you go back to what we, we this goes back to it's a, a, a technical case whose name doesn't matter right now because I can't remember it. Um, but basically, the gist is that you can't force the 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 executive to act in the capacity of the executive. It's like a, one of these silly sort of like. You know, square is not a rectangle like legalese issues. But basically, if you filed a request, the governor will write back, I technically don't have to do this, but out of the kindness and generosity of my heart, I will do this request for you. So oh, so get, they, he actually honors them? They honor them, but again, it's one of those sort of, you never know what you're not going to get exactly. kind of things. Because it's like, it's my, my, my large guess that is... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and I think that's, it's, 
I, I think going back to what you were saying, I love that one thing that we really want people to understand is that when you're asking for a public records request, all you really need to do is just ask a question. You don't need to you know, find what – we help people get the actual legal language and sort of the ways to, to simplify the process. But at the end of the day, you are legally entitled to an answer for, from the government for what they're doing. Yeah. Um, and and I, I found, like, in mine, I think I went too narrow, the request for the right. Allen. I think I need to go wider and just be like, it's, it is a very simple. I just want to know about this one instance and this one other one instance. I don't even need to ask for emails or this or that and, and see the whole picture. Because they do have to, you do get a response. I yeah. saw the response from the mayor's office, which was exciting to see, uh, getting some emails back on, on some of the stuff that we talk about with the medical marijuana and the legalization with the city of Boston. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and hopefully what's going forward uh, in the state house because the the reps the state senators and the mm -hmm. reps uh, like people like Jason Lewis do they have to comply? They don't. No, so legislature is completely, they don't either or is exempt. Yeah. So who uh, just the cities and towns? Cities and towns and any yeah any any municipal agency. DPH. DPH. Yes. Oh, state agencies do. State agencies are 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 liable under that. Was, that's where it could that's get interesting good. on our topic medical marijuana. Well, yeah, also, you know, you could ask for communications that those legislators had sent to other agencies, and that's sort of a way to get around that problem. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, so technically any communication with a agency. What about DEA, too, because you could get some DEA stuff oh, absolutely. a lot of times. So even so, let's say if an, if a, a, a member of the legislature state police. State, like, like he emailed uh, the DEA for some reason, just as an example, even though you can't uh, request the records from the legislature. You could ask the records that the that the DEA had with that uh, congressperson, um, and those are technically it's it's you know, anything that touches FOIA is sort of is like anything that touches a government agency is corrupted by it. It becomes yeah. like something you can then access. Yeah. Uh, that's a lot where barrels work primarily is that you know because even though private prisons aren't aren't liable under the law, you can, any dealings they have with a government agency is. Excellent. So there's ways in. I love it. Uh, <laughs> and you're thinking like that. That's uh, Beryl, because like, right now, like uh, with the medical marijuana, we just had this doctor call in uh, that I know. He's my doctor. Um, he has license suspended because he wrote the most recommendations they say. But in reality, he was the medical director at Canacare. Uh, certified nurse practitioners are legally allowed to recommend ma medical marijuana by statute, by law. But uh, the uh, the you know the registration group for the nursing, they uh, have made regulations for it. They're all ready to do it. They've asked DPH to make the regulations. DPH is blocking it. They will not do it. Uh, so they're not allowing it. Supposedly they say, but legally they can't because they don't even have regulations on it. Uh, law says it's legal. The guy put them in under his number and said these are certified nurse practitioners. They threw this crazy case at them because there was a trooper clarity dead. Um, and we think it came, a lot of us think it comes directly from Charlie Baker's, uh, you know, chief aide, this aide that we know. And we also think it comes from the DPH. So we want to definitely figure out how to get more information on this because we feel like there's a campaign against medical marijuana uh, because of legalization. And, mm -hmm. and they're not doing anything anymore at DPH to help uh, uh, talk to the medical marijuana patients and do anything for medical marijuana patients to make it better until November 2016. That's where we're at right now. So uh, I was hoping, you, would you guys be able to help on something like that, you think? Yeah, I think we, I mean, we could absolutely help get, uh, I mean, I think communications are usually like the, the quickest way to cut through that sort of a knot 
And so if there were uh, orders that theoretically came down from the governor's office via an aid to other agencies, those would be um, open records, you know, as long as one had names and keywords and uh, you know, they might try to... Dr. John Nandolny, Kanaka Docs. I think that's the, all the key word we would need. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could ask for... It's a very broad search, but you yeah. could ask for all communications that just mention that name. I and know. legally, they have to search for um, everything from, you know, emails to memos to uh, text messages, uh, even in some cases, uh, phone like phone transcripts. DPH, here we come. I love this. Six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. Maybe you have some other stories you or you know rec public re record requests you want to pitch to these guys, and or maybe you get some advice, or uh, maybe get advice on journalism. Jay Pat was my editor. Uh, these folks are journalists. Maybe you want uh, some advice on how to get involved. Anything? Call in six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred. Tell us about some of the other stories you've been uh, covering and some of the things you've been doing over there too. Uh, well, let's see. In the marijuana vein, one of the one of the stories that I wrote a little while ago um, had to do with um, rabbits in uh, Utah. Um, oh my God! I saw this. This is crazy. <laughs> so this is it's weird. A... Crazy. <laughs> really. Uh, so, for a little background, there was a DEA agent that went and spoke on um, Utah's medical marijuana bill when they were trying to get that passed, um, and sort of part of the cannabis eradication. Um, problem for DEA agents is that as marijuana becomes legalized, the need to eradicate people who are growing marijuana obviously decreases and therefore their funding decreases. Um, and so that's not really in their best interest. So this DEA agent um, went and testified against that bill and said that uh, he had been in outdoor at outdoor grow sites um, and he had witnessed rabbits who had taken had eaten the marijuana and, you know, they weren't moving when people were going near them. And, uh, you know, basically this idea that there are uh, silly zombie rabbits that... Um, stoned. <laughs> yes, They're stoned. All, all the rabbits are stoned. That's a really paranoia. Um, Jeez. So uh, we tried to follow up on this a bit, and I submitted a request for whatever studies they had, emails they had, uh, talking about all of these stoned Shocked rabbits. there was no science to back it? Exactly. Um, yeah, so... Um, I love that you're checking their propaganda. I love that because yeah, it's so well, true. Yeah, I think that's, that's like one of the one of the better ways to use FOIA is to just double check the work that they're trying to give you. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, we're trying to figure out one uh, district attorney in Massachusetts had said that uh, to me or somebody or yeah, we reprinted it in Dig Boss with me and Farone through the blunt or maybe it was through the blunt truth. But I'm trying to remember who who was behind that one. But there was a story about uh, DA. A. O'Keefe, who said that mm -hmm. Colorado was filled, lined with uh, candy gummy pot infused right. candy gummy. The streets were lined with them. <laughs> it was like Willy Wonka, you know? Like, really? Where, where's the science on that one? I think, uh, didn't you share that there was the USA Today, uh, the, uh, uh, the image where they, they they had like all of the marijuana that's flowing out of Colorado right now, but they had like Wyoming incorrectly identified on the map. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had Colorado and Wyoming mixed up or something yeah right yeah, yeah. someone was not smoking weed at, at uh, usa today that day they should have got a stoner to do that one you would have gotten a right you would have been like i of course they would have gotten right. right yeah <laughs> we're the young jerks we're on wemf radio we're speaking to the folks uh from muck rock how can people support muck rock uh well the 
most straightforward way is to just to file a request. I mean, if there's a something that you are really, I mean, we have plenty of ongoing journalism projects. Uh, you know, Barrel's private prison projects we're on. We have a uh, uh, we're working right now to uh, with a group called Little Sis uh, to track uh, police use of social media surveillance, particularly around protests. Um, Barrel's right now trying to get different uh, police footage of different protests so we can sort of compare uh, the uh, protesters' version of the events from what the police captured. Uh, that recently in Denver, we got a, there was a case where uh, during a Freddie Gray protest, the police cameras turned off when they deployed pepper grass, uh, pepper spray. Um, they started, suddenly the sidewalk became very interesting. <laughs> they filmed that for 25 seconds. Um, so we have these ongoing journalism projects, and we really encourage people to support th those. But in um, just you know, if, if by the very least, just reading it. But honestly, if there's a question you have about the way the government works, uh, that's where, that's how this begins. Yeah, and if people listen in, um, and maybe they don't have the time right now, or podcast later, muckrock.com. You don't have to ask the question right now. I know I try to goad people into calling. Maybe you need to think about it. Um, muckrock.com. You can do it right there, right? Yeah. Um, and we're, we're, it's the idea of it. It's the idea is that we, we, we turned it into all you need to know is where you want to send it and what you're in one a simple question that uh, why, you know, what are the policies on this? What happened here? Why is this, you know, who, even something as silly if you see like a, a, a you know, one thing that we like to do is try to get the, the origin story behind weird government patches. Like when we were looking into the DEA uh, uh, eradication uh, uh, documents. Turns out the DEA's er eradication logo is like a dragon, like lighting up a giant <laughs> marijuana. Yeah, leaf. I saw that one. You guys find some crazy stuff. I and, love it. And so we started to ask, like, who was responsible? Like, who? Who? They, they have to submit basically a portfolio of like, here's the design we came up with, and we like. So someone had to be like, yeah. You we, think that's the one? Do well, I'm sure there's more than one. They they went on the cover and they had to smoke weed and they liked it. <laughs> DEA agent. He's the artist. <laughs> Tell us you end up with Puff the Magic Dragon. Is the, Puff the Magic DEA agent who smokes weed. I wonder if he tells his buddies. 617-500-7100. That was great. Uh, they do kind of try to co-op, though, and, and the whole drug culture, the cops, in a weird way. And a lot of what they do to promote, it's funny. Like On, on all their stories, they, they love to put the joint and the marijuana leaf. Mm -hmm. They like to use the marijuana leaf, the cops, as much as High Times does. <laughs> As much as KOP and Mike can used to. Six used months to. Oh, yeah, we still <laughs> like it. I love it, right? Uh, we're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday. We're folk uh, Say your names again from Muck Rock. I want to make sure I get the J. Patrick Brown. J. Pat. Just call me J. Pat, yeah. Barrel. Barrel? Lipton. Barrel. Lipton. Lipton. Yeah. Lip is it Lipton? Like Lipton's Lipton. tea? Yeah. Ah, Barrel Lipton. Easy. Yeah. yeah. And you're Ellen Brown. Hey. Hello. Are you having fun, Alan? You still got a girl? I'm having soon? so much fun. Now I got like another 15 minutes. Good. You get to meet the other guest who's sitting here. He's the captain. The captain. We've been making him wait for like how long? He's the captain. You don't make the captain wait. He's got an official <laughs> title that's pretty cool, captain. Let's hear it. What you want to hear more about him? Absolutely. He's uh, the, he the, the guy of? that's lead Massachusetts. Uh, it's a political party. It's the Massachusetts political. Uh, I'm getting it wrong. Massachusetts. Pirate Party. Well, we've had some of their candidates on the show uh, in the past and more recently uh, for state rep. Aaron uh, James came on, I think, last week and a couple weeks back. Uh, these guys are fighting for some of the same things that Muckrocker are, are doing. And that's why I like you know, have them both on at the same time here. Um, looking for, you know, to fight for people's rights in terms of the internet, definitely. 
Um, I think when people got sued by the record industry, when that disruption happened in that industry and, and individual users got sued, it became a big issue about uh, you know, piracy and, and the changing about how people downloaded music versus used to uh, purchase the album. And, and there's a lot of issues that come up with the internet like that and like you know, Uber is having and just name it. You know, any type of industry now is going to be subject to technology and the issues that come up. So it's basically about the private corporations and the government and how they use this technology uh, for the benefit of mankind or against mankind. And these guys look into that and they talk about it. And I think they're on the people's side. Uh, the Pirate Party is nationally, internationally known. Uh, they have uh, some countries where they're near majority. They've put in bankers in jail, which is awesome, I believe, in Iceland. Uh, right. And welcome the captain of the Massachusetts Pirate Party, Jamie. Welcome, Jamie. Give you a little round of applause. We're in a political party. I like it. Thanks for having me on. Was that a good introduction? I would say it was perfect. Good. Yeah, Iceland, um, they're doing, I think they're near a majority in a proportional states. A so I didn't screw anything level. up there. No. You, and did I screw anything Unfortunately, up they only have three members of parliament now. But, you know, in the next election, uh, especially with uh, some of the stuff that came out about offshore bank accounts and things like that that various members of government had. Uh, hopefully in the next election, you know, they'll get, uh, they'll be the largest party with, you know, maybe potentially 40 or 50%. And that's one thing I want to ask both of you, uh, you know, both groups here. We got MuckRock, uh, news media website. You're on Facebook. I know that as well. Um, how much have you grown recently? And like page views and just, you know, the support that you're getting. We've, uh, when people know what you're doing now. I think we, we've doubled pretty much every year for the last six years in terms of where we, we got a, we, this in March we hit a million pages released under FOIA and about 500,000 of that was from just the last year alone. So You know what's so great about that? It's real journalism. Like it's real, like it's as basic as you can get. It's, it's, it's real. It's why they real call it primary sources. Right. <laughs> And this is what we're talking about, and I you love mean, it's it. It's not like, just going and and reading some guy's hate speech. Press releases? Yeah, it, <laughs> it, when you start looking at this stuff, it's it's. I love it. You guys are doing amazing work. It's not fluff. It's not Fox Twenty Five fluff. This is a, a million page views. Uh, what about you, the Pirate Party? So at uh, Massachusetts. Sorry. Yeah. So um, we're you know we're running candidates for uh, elections as we do every two years. Doesn't it seem like you have a little more of a chance, though, than in the past? I mean, you did pretty good last time, too. We, we did do pretty well. Um, you know, Nolani Camillamella, who's now our first officer and who's helping Aaron's campaign, got 10%, which, you know, considering... Which is a good amount of votes. It's, you that's, know, in, in to... Germany, it would be a significant per percentage of the parliament. But, uh, you know, we don't have a system like that. We're not that uh, sophisticated, I guess. But, but now, I mean, doesn't it seem like it's building in, 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 in respect, like your issue just keeps coming up, number one, locally, nationally, internationally, uh, the, and I say your issue, your issues, but your platform, um, and I, I feel like you might even get more votes this time. What do you, uh, you think you I, might? I, I think Aaron will do very well. He's been, very, he's been out actively campaigning, um, <clears throat> going and having different events, going door to door you know, from a very early stage. So we're very hopeful that uh, he'll do well and hopefully even win this election. Um, you know, next year it's all town and city elections and we have a, you know, a town meeting member in Arlington. Elected. Elected, yes. Uh, Steve Revelak, who's done a lot of uh, FOIA mm -hmm. requests about 
to the CIA or to the NSA and Ooh, things I like, like that. that stuff. Um, but he was also very instrumental in uh, getting people together to stop some zoning changes they were trying to do, or they had put forward a bill uh, to basically ban sleeping on the street, <laughs> so or sleeping in public spaces uh, at night. And so, you know, he questioned why they were going to do that and found that they really didn't have any good compelling arguments. And he organized folks, just, you know, one person out of 240 or so people, he got people together to push back on that. And now it's sent off to review, hopefully we'll die. Good. So, you know, just with one person, you and can do And one person can make a whole difference. And, Absolutely. And this gives you a way to hook in and connect and, and right. work with people and get advice and networking. Uh, the Massachusetts Pirate Party, how can people get involved, support you? Well, folks can always show up at masspirates.org. Uh, this upcoming, a week from today, next Saturday, uh, we're going to be having our annual conference. We're going to have topics on freedom of information, cannabis legalization, uh, running for local office. Aaron's going to be speaking at it. Um, uh, Steve's going to be speaking at it. Um, you know, community. Uh, you know, fighting city hall, shall we say? Uh, and we encourage people to come out for that. It's only ten bucks. Um, it's going to be in Boston at uh, Tent City, which is in South End, very near Back Bay Station, right across the street. And that's on Saturday. That's going to be Saturday, June twenty fifth, from uh, ten a.m. to six p.m. Next week. Next Saturday. week, and then the week after, uh, then that following Wednesday, um, we we um, or some activists in Somerville who are connected to the Pirate Party uh, and not um, organize a monthly crypto party the last Wednesday of every month at a place called Parts and Crafts, which is a uh, community uh, kids makerspace as well as uh, they have. They lend out tools for people who want to sign up. They're all around really cool place. And so they, um, <clears throat> they've, uh, they have that once a month, uh, the last Wednesday of every month. It's been a great success. People come and they learn how to use uh, email, email encryption or communicate with alternatives to things like Skype so that the NSA isn't keeping track of what you're saying. And just in general to protect your privacy. Excellent. 617-500-7100. Uh, what's the website for Mass Pirate Party? We're at masspirates.org. And you also have a Facebook page that I follow? Mass Pirates. And on Twitter at Mass Pirates. At Mass Pirates. M-A-S-S-P-I-R-A-T-E-S. -S -S -S. Correct. Perfect. And you're the captain. And we're also with uh, Barrel Lipton and uh, J. Pat. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking of me. I'm missing the last name. I know what, it. What's my last name? I know, Alan Brown. Sorry. And what's his last name? Uh, Brown. I'm yeah. looking at it. I'll read J-Pat's emails, too. It's right in front of me on the screen. This is what I do, because today I'm totally unorganized. I usually have a pad of paper with everyone's name. Uh, this is the way I get forward on the show. I have a, you know, I've told you before, I got a speech impediment since I was a child. I have my little methods to get by, and I have none of them tonight. No safety net. It's hot as anything, and I'm not blaming the station. It's just the way it is, right? Hot as hot. I didn't write anything down. Well, we're surviving because we hope uh, Lauren Pespiza is. Uh, in, again, we're missing her today. Best wishes to Lauren. Absolutely. Yeah. She's doing good, hopefully. She just needed a break, all right? 
Because I know certain people are going to start asking, like Dan the Man. Who of we course, Dan with. the Man. Yeah. I can't believe he hasn't yeah, called I'm in sure yet. I'm sure he hasn't uh, written all over Facebook. He never cares what I'm wearing, what I look like. It's always about Lauren or Alan. We know how you roll, Dan. Hey, Dan. We're also missing roads. We're, We're missing roads. And we got good guests, though. It doesn't matter. I don't know. Can you guys hang out? Can you continue in here? It's hot. Do you want a break? I think I want a break. Some water would be nice. Yeah. And would you stick around for like the rest of the show? We're, we're like live for like another 22 minutes. 22 great minutes. Yeah. 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 I can do 22 minutes. Cool. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, come back with our guests. Maybe you have a call. I don't know. People aren't calling today. We had, well, we had one great call. That was, that was a pretty fantastic a call. Early calls. I don't know if that was the same number, but uh, I don't know. 617-500-7100. Maybe people are all called out because I yell at them. I yelled at one person, sort of, did I? You let them know how you feel. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. This is good. I, I'm not being made sport of from Lauren and Rhodes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drive them out. I know I threatened to. I didn't drive either one of them out. No, today's a day off. Yeah. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes I might need it, too. So it's okay. It is okay. And that's why Ellen's great. She'll come in and help out. And I'm always happy to be here. Yeah. You, you're at, uh, say you're... you're the whole gig again. So, <laughs> Quick. I'm at uh, com. Perfect. And we're the Young Jerks. We're every Saturday at 6 p.m. If you only listen on the podcast, Stitcher, or whatever, tune in on WEMF Radio or with a tune-in app. Uh, you just download it. You have it. You search WEMF Radio every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and call in 617-500-7100. Put it in your phone. We're going to be right back. What are we going to listen to, Herbs? Herbs. Herb, turn on your mic. I have my mic off. I'm sorry. I don't know. Uh, let's see what we got here. You don't even know. Uh, it's advertising. We're going to get to some advertising oh. right away. I, what? I want to hear a song. It's coming. It's coming. You, right played, you didn't play the ads earlier, and now you're going to try to make up. Uh, yeah, dude. That's exactly what I'm well, doing. What song are you going to play? You got to keep people here. We don't want to uh, lose crap. them. Wait, wait, wait. What, what do they got go? coming up? What do we got coming up? We got uh, about a little uh, bird language. little what? Bird language. I don't even know what he's saying. Do you guys? How about a little bird, bird language, language there for bird, us? Bird language? Bird yeah. language. Bird. 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 From who? That is uh, program director Mike Nasciarotti's band. Oh, and, better uh, be good. It is it extremely better be good. good. It's planetoid. No, oh, it's, it's a little, it's a different, it's a different sound. It's different, all right. Yeah, it's well, a little well, different well, sound. I can listen to that. Um, the ads are good, though, too, right? What oh, the ads coming, too. Who do we have for ads? Uh, sound museum, where, okay. you know, you could be as loud as you want. And that's it? We don't have any other ads? Maybe, maybe a little do- kind of care. Make sure you get the you know, care doctor in there. I'll throw in, we're going to support them all the way. Show them love. Too. Yeah. We got another check, so. You know it. All the ads. Just Every ad. Checks, though. People <laughs> go after me on Reddit about this. They're like, you take money for them and you defend them. So what? So what? I would defend them for free. If that check didn't come in, I'd still be defending them. That wouldn't change anything on that. Can and, I care uh, dis- And I disclosed it first. Yeah. So... Colin, if you got the balls to actually voice it, though, Reddit's, you know, you want to do it on Reddit, who cares? Call in, 617-500-7100. We're the Young Jerks. We'll be right back. Canicare Docs, compassionate, compliant, confidential. We're back live, WEMF Radio. That's our sponsor, the little tag for CanicareDocs.com. That's where I went to get my recommendation. You should, too. Uh, if you need uh, medical marijuana in Massachusetts and you're a patient, you can go get your recommendation there. Canicaredoctors.com. 
Canacare.com. Oh, Canacare Docs, excuse me, .com. <laughs> I always screw up stuff on the show like that, and I did. I screwed it up, but I was close enough. They know what you mean. We say their name they so many times. You know, know. you know I screwed it up. So that's good. CanacareDocs.com. Uh, we're the Young Jerks. We're here every Saturday at 6 p.m. My name's Mike Crawford. I'm Ellen Brown. And we're sitting with a bunch of guests here. Uh, we have uh, from MuckRock.com, Jay Patrick, or Jay Pat Brown. The, 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 the ridiculous name I forgot, Brown. <laughs> that was a real tough one, Mike. It's that hot in here. There's a lot going on. I didn't write anything down today. It's, I'm going to say uh, I'm uh, half sick today, too, with Lauren, all right? Because, you know, I'm, I'm worried about Lauren. Meryl Lipton uh, is also here, another guest. And uh, we also Beryl. Have... Yeah. Oh, do you say Beryl? With, with a B. B. Beryl. Oh, Beryl. See, I screwed I got up. you. I got, and I said it earlier, or she said it earlier, two or three times. <laughs> Man. Do you guys, do you guys, are you guys offended by that, that I screw up? It's okay. Mm -hmm. At least you know I'm a woman. So. <laughs> <laughs> we get a lot of uh, letters the office addressed to Mr. Lipton. Oh, <laughs> like that's always a problem. Government agencies take what revenge they can. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> well, Beryl is definitely a woman. Beryl Lipton. Uh, well, cause it's obvious she just told me to, told us. Right, Beryl? Mm -hmm, All right. And we also have uh, the captain. Oh, my, that was loud, sorry. Captain from the Pirate Party of Massachusetts, Massachusetts Pirate Party, Jamie O'Keefe. Thanks for having me on. You guys, uh, I, I, like, one of the things we like on the show is bringing people together. And you, do you guys know each other? Have you guys all met before in the past? Or We have at different events. Or I, even J-Pat spoke at uh, PirateCon, I think, last year or the year before? Two years ago, I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah, we gave a brief presentation. It went well. People, a lot of people were very angry about good things at that meeting. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what were some of the things they were angry about, continue to be angry well, about? Well, I mean, you know, we've got uh, the government going and snooping up all of our communications as much as they can possibly get who, who we call who's when. the government can we well, I mean, the national security the... agency the fbi the dea you know all this and stuff gets local, maybe local even police. at the local, local level uh, yeah. you know, you with, the, with the the license plate readers they we they boston police had license plate reader they didn't have policies for data archiving they were supposed to to stop they basically shut them off to the public uh, uh attention and then turns out they just kept the thing on and were just no. dumping all of this data in an uh, like an unsecured server and no policy on how to guard that or protect it or how long to hold it right of that, course not and that's in so many cases you see they they cut they have the technology first and then they have then to they come up with out. like what they what the policies when, when they're supposed folks to like have you guys ask questions <laughs> is that like, when they decide to start doing something and they quickly write some policy papers about what they should or sh what they should do with the data well, even you know, even the uh, Pike cameras that go mm -hmm. and look at all of our uh, license plates as we go through right. all that data. Apparently, they have no retention policy either, from mm -hmm. what I've heard. What, is that, what does that mean? That's not good. Then. So it's, they're just retaining it's like DPH, every single. They're not doing anything. They're just like whatever. They just have we, it. We have no rules. Is that pretty much it? It's like DPH with this medical marijuana thing with the doctor. They're screwing this doctor in the doctor's office for for basically being the heroes for helping too many patients get medical marijuana. That's 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 what they did, and again, it's uh, DPH not doing his job. And th this is another example, isn't it? I mean, when you don't have a policy, isn't that their job to have a policy? <laughs> <laughs> and when you're talking about people's uh, private, sensitive information that can be hacked by gov other governments, uh, by hackers, by spies, by criminals, most of all, ID theft. You know, Often and, related. Yeah. But. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, we've seen it a lot. Um, what are, some, are there any other issues that you guys are like really focusing on, especially locally in Massachusetts with the Pirate Party, Captain? James? Well, you know, I mean, it's it's completely unacceptable that the legislature, the governor, um, and the judici- judiciary aren't covered by uh, our Freedom Information Act laws. I, I mean, agree on that. You know, it's we we pride ourselves on being this uh, advanced state, but when it comes to when it comes to the people knowing what their government does, we don't, we can't get access to it often. You know, if we're if pirates were in power, we'd make sure the information, of course, in regards to private, actual private um, information like you know your 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 social security number or your address or things like that. We're not going to give that out. But the gen, the default thing should be that all of these public records should be out there on the web for anyone to look at, index, and be able to search on. There's no reason they shouldn't be there. These are all public records. We paid for them. So why aren't they available for anyone to go and look at? What are they trying to hide? Right. Uh, Would you agree with that, Jay Patrick? Well, I think that's such a, it's, you know, I think that's such a great question. What are they trying to hide is such a, is, is, Evidently a lot. (laughs) Well, it's something you come in, you you come up against a lot in, you know, sort of transparency is that the the assumption that people want to hide things because there's something worth hiding. And I think that when you actually get the records from people, and in many cases, the records say exactly what the people meant to say, you know, basically sort of exonerate them. Uh, as, as more often as they as they damn, and I think that's the interesting thing is that that's true. By, yeah, that's by what, doubling down on secrecy, you create this attitude of you know it's us versus them exactly. and a lack of trust in the government. That which I think, we really don't need. I mean, that's the problem. There's so much apathy and lack of trust. Everyone assumes everything's rigged at every level. <laughs> and I think there's so many different. You know, we've you know we've dealt with a lot of small town police who've been very like uh, resistant to us trying to you know get their use of force policies and stuff. And and uh, they're they're sort of uh, you know their police union contracts and simple basic documents and then that always the the immediate response when we tell people oh we we filed and they said that rejected this is what are they trying to hide and if they had just released it and said here's what we have we're going to work with you that would have created a foundation of trust that would have made you know us able to move forward instead it becomes the this sort of you know like back and forth that really doesn't, I think, doesn't, it, no one. Like, so you would or, tell you that if uh, there was a police chief or agency out there that was looking to better their policies, that they should cooperate with you guys because it would actually help with their community relations, with crime. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that, you know, transparency is really the best policy. It's uh, so like the body of- camera thing, too. I think a lot of people get it on the body cameras, and I think they also get it when we're talking about it right now. I just don't think they're aware of that you guys, that we can do this, that we can send in. FOIA request and ask the government what the heck is going on. I, I want to know: Is right. this lobbyist paying you off? How many meetings did you have? What was the correspondence? Is there some graph going on? You can start to ask and, even about the issues you care about. I mean, right? And I think there's such a there's, it's such a weird way of looking at it. Is like I don't want to give you this because then you'll write something about it will make me look bad, rather than I shouldn't do things that will make me look bad. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's it's you know it's it's sort of like this they're gonna out to get if they're out to get you you should think about what are the things you're doing that make them out to get you in the first place very true like if there's no story there you're not gonna make it up that's what i like you know a lot of times uh, stories i've called like uh recently i called uh quite a few city councilors in boston about some of those stories that i was writing about uh the dispensary and the lobbyists and the zoning and all that stuff going on in boston recently uh but like janet Wu. Uh, no, actually, I said her name wrong. Who, um, the uh, 
what's her name? Miss Wu, the uh, Boston City Councilor that's the president right now. Wu Train. I'm going to call her Wu Train. I call Wu Train. And she, like, opened up her calendar and gave me everything. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I like that. That's, like, nothing to hide. You could see it. You could feel it on the phone call. And that, I think that creates a relationship of trust that I think we're really lacking right now. And, and that's the sad thing is we wouldn't be as we wouldn't be getting the amount of attention and, and, and popularity that we that that we and Pop, FOIA in general would have if if people generally had faith in what the government was doing. And uh, her name is Michelle. Wu, Michelle, me. <laughs> the city councilor. And, uh, you know, what I liked about it, too, is uh, what what happened in that story is what you just said uh, a second ago too is it helps them <laughs> in most respects because she got less of the brunt of that story for opening up uh, than like someone like Flaherty you know Flaherty actually got some of less of the brunt because he opened up a little bit too on that story but uh, on some of the stories you know when you open up and you share the information mm-hmm. and you're a public official sometimes that does help you if you're not doing anything wrong six one seven five hundred seventy one hundred is the number you got something to add Jamie yeah Captain? I mean that's one step, but if you there's there's an incentive for them not to do anything when sixty mm-hmm. percent to two thirds of the legislature has no opposition in the general election. For most, like if you look at the district Aaron's running in, right, the incumbent has been there once she had a challenger in the primary, and the other time she's ever had challenges, they've been pirates, yeah. either Aaron or Noah. Yeah, you're not, and, not the third party, you're the second party. Yeah, really. And, and that's really what we're we fighting are. for in Massachusetts, is to have a second party, and hopefully it's not the Republicans. Is well, that I terrible? Think, I, I think they've only had 40 or so people running this year. I don't know the exact numbers, yeah. but it's, it's certainly nowhere near a majority, and it's certainly nothing like the 200 House and Senators mm-hmm. that we have in Massachusetts. Um, but... People running, whether they're independents, whether they're pirates, obviously we want them to be pirates or greens, but people United need to Independent. Run. People need to start running. Especially now you see the whole Bernie Sanders and even the Donald Trump thing. It's like the world is tip up, you know, upside down. Like, you know, causes can jump up and become important and the conversation can start like Black Lives Matter. Look at even the gun control issue that people have been going back and forth about. All of a sudden it's a different story now. Uh, Things can change very quickly, and people need to get involved. And uh, I love what you both of you guys are doing. MuckRock.com, can't say enough about you guys. Let's, let's give a round of applause for them. Again, I'm going to get this right. I have Beryl Lipton. Yeah. And what's your title at uh, MuckRock, Beryl? My official title is Senior Reporter. Excellent. Yo, so you've been, how long have you been writing and reporting? Mm, about a little over two years. Excellent. And you're, are you from Boston or are you from elsewhere? I'm what, from Maine originally, but I've lived in Boston. For what part of Maine? Years. Uh, down East Maine. Oh, cool. So like Portland area? No. No, I'm wrong. I don't, that's, that's the other area. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get killed in Maine. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, like, boy. That's Southern Maine. That's very much Southern Maine. Yeah. Um, no, it's uh, four hours up the coast from Portland. So. Wow. And how long have you lived in the Boston area? Since 2006. Cool. So 10 years. Yeah. And you staying here or would you go back? Uh, for the foreseeable future, I'll be right here. Yeah. I was like that for a while, but I'm, I haven't moved that far, but I'm back on the North Shore where I came from. 617-500-7100. Our, our uh, producer just ran out of the studio. There's nobody behind the board right now. So if you're trying to call, <laughs> I'm giving out that number. Just keep calling. Maybe he'll come back. Maybe we can end the show. But uh, it's been fun. Have you guys had fun? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. A lot of fun. And we got the captain over here. We're going to give him a round. Uh, what, what is, is, let me ask you about this, because you, you, right now they call you the captain. 
if is there a thing that you can get voted out and someone can take the captain from you or do you the captain as long as you want what's the deal on the name <laughs> the captain in, in, in the pirate party is this official did you name yourself i want to know the story on that so at pirate con which is coming up on the 25th we actually do have elections um no one's run against me so I could go so in there and doing go a like, I'm going to be the new captain. Or... I'm going to be, I'm going to do way well, more. Well, you know, I'm be by the new all cap. means, run. Because, you yeah. know, I can take a break. But my speech would be bad. I'd just be like, <laughs> I just want to be called a captain. <laughs> I don't want to do anything else. I don't have any time for your bullshit. <laughs> well, we take I get politics no seriously. I get no votes. It would be, be like, Mike, sit down. You're good at your show. Sit down, Mike. <laughs> right? Absolutely, like, we'll Mike. give you some weed not to run. <laughs> Well, I couldn't claim I'll take that. that. <laughs> I'll take that. Yeah. So you're the captain until someone votes you out or, or, or decides right, to run against our, you. Right, no, no the one, first no officer and our quartermaster, Steve, yes. Excellent. Do you think any of them might backstab you like Judas and be like, I want to be the captain? They're welcome to. You <laughs> let them have it. You, <laughs> you're like, you can be the captain. Would you still... I never lack for things to do. There's always so many challenge, so you, many things to challenge. Like, like, I was Mike Cann for a long time for various reasons. Uh, and now I go with Mike Crawford. A lot of people still call me Mike Cann. Would you think people will still call you? And that's fine. I like it. You know, Mike Cann's awesome. Uh, that's me, you know. But would you still be okay with people calling you the captain if you ever stepped aside how does that work in pirate culture is that okay I, I, that's, that's, that's better than mister so you know I'll, I'll take it <laughs> you'll take it forever i think that's cool you're anyone who served forever. in the military of course doesn't have to call me the captain oh yeah you're not trying I'll to respect take u.s military value at all you're in the pirate party which is absolutely different but we like is uh, there i'm sure there might be some people from the ex-military and pirate party is that true we have our first um uh, the first person we had running for state rep um was a former marine and uh again your event is coming up this saturday this this saturday the 25th from 10 a.m to 6 p.m uh the schedule and everything's up at masspirates.org people are welcome to come it's just ten dollars uh people um uh students and others who are 18 and younger uh don't have to pay anything and um oh wow that's awesome yeah, absolutely. and what about so so any high school kids that want to show up can just absolutely come up. you can bring your kids, educational event, political event, they'll like it. Like, Who doesn't like pirates? Number one, you know, it brings politics and pirates together. How great is that? Think about that. Especially when we're in when we're in the pride. And parade. you can you can dress up. You can do some LARP at these things, right? We we do yes. Some of you guys dress up as pirates. Some of us do. Dress I've up seen as it. Pirates. I've even dressed up as pirates. I Mostly at Boston Pride night. Parade, yeah. but that might be what I do for you guys. That. Yeah. I'll show up and dress up as a pirate one of these times. You think I'd be a good pirate? I think you'd be a great pirate. Yeah. I'm missing the tooth, so maybe it'll work. I'm sure I'd you have, could get something like, to cover the tooth. Like, to, yeah. uh... You could put a little gold cap there. Yeah. We could do that. Uh, well, again, we got to get going. We're late. Uh, so it's uh, masspirates.org. And, uh, and we'll, be at, we'll also be at um, Freedom Rally in September. You're always and... there. Right. We, and, we've got crypto parties, uh, hopefully one in July in or August in Western Mass for folks out there. Um, and of course, we have the annual pirate picnic on George's Island, which will probably be August 7th, I think, is the date we're looking at. That's pretty cool. And uh, for uh, just, you know, people out there that uh, are maybe interested in reaching out, is there like an email, an email list, anything they can do, you know, official to really follow? Sure. Party. I mean, we we've got a well, list. They join. They join the party too, right? Yeah. I mean, we've got a sign up list if folks want to join. We have an activist mailing list if people want to get more involved. 
Um, you know, people can sign up and be volunteers in their area. There's there's lots they of things to do. They can volunteer at the Freedom Rally. Absolutely, they can Masspirates.org. Reach out to them, and uh, or info at masspirates.org. Perfect. And uh, there was something else I wanted to ask you too. Oh, I know the marijuana issue because that's big right now, and you guys have a political party. How are the pirates? Is there any official platform? I know you guys were even in, well, possibly uh, going to do something to marijuana at this pirate con. Where are you guys kind of on that? Uh, well, we think marijuana should be legalized. We're very supportive of that. Love it. Uh, in terms of uh, other what are considered illegal drugs, uh, we need to end the drug war. It's We've lost too many people's lives um, <clears throat> through putting people in jail, through the way we've dealt with OxyContin and, and uh and other drugs like Let that. We haven't really question. treated people. They have this end the stigma, stupid campaign. The governor. I'm. I'm sorry. I call it stupid. That's controversial, probably. But I'm frustrated. And I and I lost friends to opiates, and I know a lot of us have lost friends to opiates. Dad, you know, heroin as well. Um, and now they have this campaign, end the stigma. But the medical marijuana helps people get off opiates. It helps my friend Stephen Mendilli. Uh, what do you think about that governor's campaign? Would you? Look to include marijuana. If you were a state rep, would you ask that, that that type of education be included, real science about medical marijuana and some of these other issues? You would, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're, you you think your uh, candidates would as well throughout? Like that's kind uh, of yes. Aaron James has been supportive. Of that. Yeah, and do you you envision that kind of like what the Pirate Party believes in locally? Hey, we believe in individual freedom. So if if people want to go and um, you know we we fought over. Uh, Drug, I mean, uh, over alcohol criminalization, and that went nowhere and just created organized crime as we know it. Uh, we're doing the same thing with the uh, drugs that are that are there. We can emulate other countries like um, Portugal, which has decriminalized all drugs. We can uh, other countries. I believe Switzerland uh, goes and actually helps people uh, maintain real lives. And, and treat treat their addiction. Um, so there are things that we can do if we treat it as a health issue and not as a criminal issue. And of course, you know, the other thing is so so much we've seen with civil asset forfeiture where someone's driving cross country, they've got a whole bunch of money, maybe they're gonna go buy a boat or they're gonna do something with that, they're gonna invest in a business. business and they get stopped, maybe there's a problem with their tear light and they seize 20, 10, five or more thousands of dollars and say well the 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 money was illegal they don't yeah. have to prove it yeah. there's no court case against the individual you have to prove that your money is legal how how is that not against the fourth amendment of our constitution and uh, there's other issues that come up too with privacy right now with medical marijuana and whether the database they have on the patients and the whole card system is even legal. It's not. Even, I don't agree with it. Yeah, well, not at all. It's not even whether we agree on with that. Not uh, legal. It's it's what's in the statute, and the statute doesn't mention registration. Mm -hmm. They mention qualified uh, recommendation from a doctor, and then you're good to go. And they change that one word they had registered in the DPH regs. So uh, we may see some challenges to that uh, regulation and see the law defined more for the patient. Unless for uh, having databases, and maybe they'll still have a database, but it'll be optional. I, I don't think they should keep track of who's using anything. 
that's between them and their doctor. There's no reason that uh, yeah, there has to be medical medical. We, yeah. We've seen too many databases just end up uh, in out on out on the web or in the hands of China or Russia or organized crime. There's no reason we should add one more database. If if the federal government can't keep track of their database of everyone who's applied for a job um, with the federal government, then why the heck are we going to go and have a state one for medical marijuana? Exactly. There's Thank no you, Jamie. To have that. He's a he's the uh, spokesperson. He's going long. We're over time, and uh, I appreciate you fleshing out some of that stuff too. Uh, I want people to know more about the Pirate Party in Massachusetts. We're at masspirates.org. Thank you. And again, I want to thank Muck Rock. It's M-U-C-K-R-O-C-K. It's like it sounds, Muck. Like, you know, the Muck Rakers, Muck. And the Muck, <laughs> MuckRock.com. Check them out, really. And there's so much good information. You want to look at, the, like, you know, CIA and DEA and your local governments and get involved and find out what's going on. This is a tool for you to both learn about it and also participate in it, which we love. They're like our show. Usually we get more calls and there's more participation from the callers. We, need, we only got like Maybe it's hot two. there too. It is hot. <laughs> and this is when, I, you know, a lot of people take a little vacation sometimes on the live show. They got cookouts and it's okay. Graduation week. Uh-huh. It's okay to take a break. Yeah. But we're, we're still here. I am anyways. Lauren had to bow out. We'll see her next week. Uh, we'll be back. And uh, thank you, Ellen Brown, for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. And you can check me out at senseMeaSeminars.com. And like us on Facebook, The Young Jerks, at The Young Jerks, if you don't know. Uh, we're on Twitter, too. Uh, and thank you, Herb, for being behind, behind the board. Woo! And thank you, uh, Dr. John Nadalny, for calling in as well. Uh, Outlaw Road Show coming before us. We didn't get the feud this week. Uh, I didn't even get a drink on the way out, Ryan. It's hot in here, and you took off. You didn't get I any. Was I could have used drink. a drink. But uh, anyways, and Lauren, maybe maybe he'll. I'll find out Lauren actually got a ride home from him. That would be cool. I hope so. Maybe I'll be owing him an apology. But for now, he didn't even stick around. He, Lauren needed a ride, Ryan Spaulding. And where were you? Yeah, your opportunity. But uh, who's coming up now? Oh, I know. It's the New Year guys, the New Year's program, a music prog rock show. They're cool. They're local, national. Check them out. Coming up at uh, 8 p.m. on WEMF Radio. We're out of here. We'll be back next week. I want to again thank everyone for coming on today. And uh, give yourself a round of applause. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Patrick Brown, uh, Beryl Lipton, and again, uh, Jamie O'Keefe, the captain, Mass Pirate Party. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Thanks.